Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And that Beyonce's sounded weird. Her- that was a weird. Re- that was weird. My you response. Start over. No, I was just was saying it was weird. I feel like I was oh. like too excited. But I'm- you were well. You were too busy reading about Caroline Manzo. Yeah, you were. You, <laughs> you got could distracted. Tell that I was distracted. Yes. Meanwhile, I'm too busy reading about Anne Marie Lestrassi. Did you know who about Anne Marie Lady Gaga's Lestrassi? cousin? She's Lady Gaga's cousin. They were in a telephone video music video together. AKA Beyonce. This conspiracy reminds me, though, very specifically of the we replaced um, Avril Lavigne with another woman conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or that Katy Perry is actually JonBenet Ramsey grown up. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. But for some reason, this is being tweeted about by somebody running for Congress, just like a random white guy, which is even makes it even more confusing. You know, mm-hmm. it's like whenever someone's like. It's all this co- weird coded language. It's like, oh, like whenever you talk about George Soros in the deep state, you're really just being anti-Semitic. It's like, yes, <laughs> and and calling Beyonce actually Italian is just yeah. <laughs> is is like is very obviously racist, but it's like also just so it's so crazy that you forget. It's like, oh, this guy's just being a racist person. Yeah, like right. okay, yes, right. Um, K.W. Miller for Congress in Florida. Cool, congrats. Beyonce, you are on notice. Beyonce is not even African-American. She is faking this for exposure. Her real name is Anne-Marie Lestrassi. She is Italian. <laughs> she is Italian. You can't read, you can't read I this know, I know. without... I know. Like, what food Beyonce did this person eat? Beyonce is hiding her eat? Italian roots. Well, he obviously ate Italian food. <laughs> he went to Joanne's Trattoria and was like, wait a second. Hold on a minute. <laughs> he, are, he ordered the Arancini and he's like... I feel I feel like I've learned something here. But this is an old like this is an old thread that he is just repeating yeah. on Twitter did that you, right did you, did you see the No, I've seen this before, but did you see right, the lemonade the, cover but it says limoncello? Yeah. The um, <laughs> um No, but I've actually seen this conspiracy theory before, but it yeah. was so strange and it was people making fun of it. It wasn't that long ago. It was maybe a few months ago, right. but it was people talking about like very bizarre conspiracy theories that are sort of underneath the the surface on Twitter. Um, and it looks like it's just finally bubbled up because it's, you know, a verified person who's running for Congress. Q and hashtag QAnon, hashtag Great Ugh. Awakening, which I assume is something related to QAnon. It's just every single dangerous conspiracy that has nothing to do with Beyonce is now being connected to Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And Beyonce has way too much going on to even respond to this. And what's weird is that there are actual photos of this woman that it says it's Beyonce, but the woman looks nothing like Beyonce. Then there are more photos. And one of the photos is Hottie from Flavor of Love, which is so confusing to me because she also doesn't look like Beyonce I I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to make claims like this 
about Beyonce unless you can very earnestly answer the question, what's your favorite Beyonce album? You know, like you should be able to, you should be able to have a, a very long, lengthy conversation about Beyonce. You should know all about her before if you, you want just to, suddenly decide. If you want decide. to quote unquote accuse her for being Italian. If you want to accuse her of being Anne-Marie Lestrassi. So this is funny. This is from Oh No They Didn't's um, great post about this. The Oh No They Didn't original. Like Beyonce is Anne-Marie Lestrassi. Mm-hmm. The conspiracy theory also claims that Ariana Grande is Beyonce's daughter. <laughs> when Beyonce oh, great. Okay. Entered, when Beyonce entered the Illuminati's Rising Star program, they brainwashed her and took baby Ari from her. Yeah, this is really unpleasant. But Beyonce is black. Beyonce is not Italian. Good Brooklyn Italian girl. Yeah, that's right. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm Italian. I was a strong Italian female. I'm a, a, a strong Italian woman. Yes, well, I'm an Italian woman. So, you know, I'm Italian and, you know. I'm from an Italian family. And then we have, speaking of, let's just finish this up with things that have just been sort of filling our Twitter feeds for the past few days. Um, this Army one Hammer really hasn't tweeted, been filling it, but sure, yeah, one, for for brief amounts of time. I woke up around 5 a.m. this morning to my mom pouring oil on my head and praying very loudly in tongues while standing over my bed so she could get the, quote, demons out of me. How was everyone else's morning? First of all, why would you share this? This is a classic army, like a classic, I thought this was funny, I'm going to tweet it, but then everyone's like, army... What? that's so dark and also you're revealing too much about your life too yeah. much and it's not a joke and we all know about your mother or can google it and it's dark because those who know or remember know that army's mother drew hammer is like a terrifying woman who <laughs> is truly the type of person who would do this to her son a terrifying woman she married into the hammer family which you know is the extremely wealthy the wealthy 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 family that army is from She's from Oklahoma. She's just, you know, a nice evangelical girl from Oklahoma who joined the family and then made everyone convert, essentially. Uh, yeah, so Ar- Armand, so Army's great-grandfather is a Russian-American petroleum baron, so that's oil mm-hmm. money, baby. Never forget, yes, he ended up buying Armand Hammer, but Armand Hammer existed before Armand Hammer bought it. And he bought it because he thought the name was funny, which is even funnier <laughs> yeah. than the whole thing. He was so rich. He was like, this is hilarious. I got to buy this thing. So he has a grandson named Michael Hammer who was married to this woman, Drew, just an Oklahoma gal. Drew Mobley. They got married in 85. And then in 1990, Elder Hammer died. And according to this Washington Post article that Lindsay was quoting from. Well, so what happened was he was excited. This Armand Hammer, who is related to old Armand Hammer. This is not the original one that bought Armand Hammer. This is like a few armies down. We're talking about a lot of men named Army Hammer. So it's really hard to like know which is which. Right. So the Armand Hammer that was the head of the family and in charge of all the money in the 90s, he dies. But right before Mm -hmm. he dies, he's like, I'm going to give myself a bar mitzvah. I really want one. Right. He dies the day before his bar mitzvah and they Mm -hmm. announce that he had converted to Christianity and accepted Jesus Christ as a savior on his deathbed, on his deathbed, just as he was dying. Mm-hmm. Which is well, your so deathbed if you convert to Christianity is the body of Christ. It's you you accept Holy Communion. That's deathbed. Thank you. That was a good joke. So the point, and then it says, then it says the man who announced Hammer's deathbed conversion at his funeral was Douglas L. Mobley, the father of Michael Hammer's wife, Drew Ann Mobley, aka Army Hammer. Call me by your name, Army Hammer. Now we're at present day Army Hammer. That's his mom. So this Mobley guy comes in and is like, uh, he loves Jesus, actually. And everyone was like, wasn't he just going to have a bar mitzvah? Wasn't he just going to do the horror? And they're like, no, sorry. <laughs> he decided at the end that he loved Jesus instead, which is so sus. So, so she's, sus. 
So she is the one who woke up Army two nights ago by speaking in tongues and rubbing oil on his she forehead. She loves Trump and da-da-da, and mm-hmm. Army claims they're semi... He was estranged. estranged from her for a while and moved out, but but clearly not. I mean, it's so unclear. Army Hammer is such an interesting figure. Like, I think he's just a bad figure. I think that's the thing. I think he sucks. <laughs> right, like we were convinced that he was good because Call Me By Your Name was so good, but like he actually sucks. Yeah. Also, I think he's like... Maybe a who, <laughs> like I buy like by this absolutely. Point, you know, it's not happening for him. I don't think it's ever gonna really happen yeah. for him. Yeah, I think he's too rich and weird and strange. And there's like you can't. I mean, so many famous people are rich and weird and strange, but but yes, there is like... something about like it. He lacks the um the most fundamental desperation because he is so rich and famous already he doesn't need it like a lot of other people do Mm -hmm, or might mm -hmm, think that mm -hmm. they do so i think it's easier for him to settle with into his hoodum and be okay with it Uh you know what i mean Mm -hmm. then it might be for someone else then it might be for your henry cavill to talk about man from uncle well also army i think thinks he's really funny Like, Army Mm -hmm. sees himself as a really funny person, so he is out here tweeting stuff like this without a camera in the world, and everyone's like, Army, what? Like, what are you, what? Then we have Nikki Blonsky came out on TikTok to the Diana Ross song, I'm Coming Out, which is good for her. She came out for Pride, so this did happen in June. We haven't talked about it because, honestly, why do we need to? But she finally came out, I guess, cool 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 but i think the important thing to remember is that nikki blonsky remember when she uh she and her entire family beat up the uh america's next top model contestant oh, at a Turks I and Caicos airport? nikki blonsky is only nikki blonsky from the movie hairspray because there's darkness there like she is so i think the thing about this the thing about this story that happened was when she came out as gay on tiktok which is its own sort of kind of wild headline People were like, never forget, I know she's coming out in on in June 2020, but in light of all of the in light of the Black Lives Matter movement, never forget that Nikki Blonsky beat up a black woman in a racist attack in Turks and Caicos in 2009 or 2008 or whatever it was. How could I forget? Yeah. So people kept bringing it up. And then I guess all of those stories, like never forget, never forget, all of that got traction too. So Nikki actually responded to them and was like, that never happened, by the way. So then I revisited all of the, you know, contemporaneous reporting on this. And it sort of seems like it happened exactly the way we remember it happening. Right. You're like, it happened. (laughs) So Bianca Golden was on um, America's Next Top Model. And when you look at the reporting from all of this, even then, like, they weren't trying to give Nikki a pass. She was saying that it didn't happen the way it happened. But unfortunately, there's video. And though the video doesn't start when the attack happens it starts somewhere in the middle so basically what happened they were nikki took her family to turks and caicos and then on the way back they're waiting in the airport for the flight back to the united states and it's a tiny little tiny airport and apparently there was a kerfuffle involving saving seats and so there was a bit of an argument between nikki's family and bianca's family and friends and so the video starts mid-fight, but when you watch the video, you get the other people involved, and they're like, I can't believe he just hit her. So it's like so they you have the eyewitness evidence of people saying, like, oh, this wow, is exactly what happened. 
Nikki Blonsky's dad just went up to this woman and just like started beating her up. And then that caused everyone to beat each other up. I think they all, I think the problem is they all got charged with assault, like Bianca's family and Nikki's family. So it's sort of, it was easy to look at this and say, everyone did something wrong, but I don't think everyone did something wrong. I think they were very clearly um, egged on by the Blonsky family. Nikki says that this did not happen the way it happened. But Bianca went on Tyra Banks and told her side of the story, and I believe Bianca. Everybody has uh, been going through a lot and had some have had challenges since Top Model has finished. And I'm going to start with you, Bianca, because your challenge was very public. And for people that don't know, Bianca was in a fight in the airport, make sure I'm, I'm correct, right. in the airport in Turks and Caicos, which is an island in the Caribbean, with the star from... Hairspray the movie. What's her name again? Nikki Blonsky. Okay, so you were in a fight with her and I heard about it. I panicked. I was like, what is my top model girl <laughs> the doing? The other thing that I'm not quite sure happened the way that it happened is this Daily Mail article in which it says Nikki Blonsky texted her Hairspray co-star on screen mother John Travolta with the news of her coming out. We had a lovely conversation. If that's not the weirdest thing to come out of this entire thing, this was the second thing I saw. First, I saw Nikki Blonsky being like, I'm gay. And everybody was like, good for you. And then I saw this and I was like, what? I didn't see that. She texted John Travolta and said, by the way, I'm gay. And then they had a lovely conversation. Yes. Interesting. Banana Bonanza. A. What will these two do today? Coffee, blocks, daily tasks, only sometimes wearing masks. B-O-N-A-N-Z-A, it girl and a divorcee. They're sharing shirts and sharing laughs while others share their photographs. B-E-N-A-N-A, let's update their dossier. Here's the problem. We have here that the, the big thing is that they got the memo. And Ben in true Ben fashion, is overdoing it. There are photos of Ben with a mask on, in gloves. A glove? In okay, gloves. Okay, sir. Okay. <laughs> Anna's in her mask, drinking her coffee. Ben doesn't have a coffee in this photo. He does have coffees later. The thing they is, walk they the go dogs back in and forth. They've worn they masks go back before. And forth. So it's, it's, they, it's always that's funny the problem. to me when it's like they wear a mask and it's like then we get them not wearing masks. It's like... They pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anna defund they, the police. Armis updates wrote, in a surprising turn of events, Anna de Armas and Ben Affleck decided it was time to put their face masks on again while outside. See, they know. They know that it's like it's a back and forth journey. Let's let's read some other sample headlines from this week because they've got a lot of good headlines this week. One from the Washington Post. Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas are the pandemic's only tabloid celebrities. I know. I tried to read that, but I couldn't because I was blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not blocked Which by I Washington don't... Post, but I don't have the, I don't have, I don't pay for the Washington Post. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then there's Ben Affleck brings coffee for himself and girlfriend Anna de Armas as the pair visit a friend's home. Anna de Armas hits the gym wearing Lululemon's best-selling $98 leggings. Anna de Armas, Ben Affleck, and Serafina spotted together in Brentwood. We're supposed to know that the dog's name is Serafina, which I guess we do at this point. Oh, wait, it's his daughter. It's... Sorry, it's his daughter. They also went They also went house hunting again together. This was the second time that they, I guess, they met up with a real estate agent. I think she's looking for a house. I, That's what I think is happening. I think he that, doesn't need to move. That, I think he's hanging out, but I think she's looking for a house. Yeah. She wants to own property, yeah. 
Definitely. Will he that's live there? Maybe. But I think that's like that makes more sense for like where she's at in her situation, at least from what we know, you know? Do you think he's do you think I feel like it's very easy and very obvious to classify him as probably a slob? But do you actually think he's a slob? Because it's like, do you think if he comes over he's gross or do you think he's respectful and considerate of her you know her cleanliness do you think he's a slob yeah. i don't know like, I is his no apartment is his ideas. house like like empty duncan cups everywhere no you know? i also think we're empty duncan about, boxes we're also talking about somebody who struggles with sobriety so i think obviously there's a difference between a drunk ben affleck and a sober ben affleck where you mm-hmm. know that's a different guy and like you know i i don't know the situation but like I'm sure right now he he seems like he's having a good go of it right now with both sobriety and with a girlfriend who he seems to really like. Again, our theory is that he loves her, but uh, she's (laughs) undecided. (laughs) Our theory is that he loves her. You know what I mean? I mean, you get it. I feel like if this momentum keeps up, they'll be engaged by year's end. I think she needs some of her movies to go to theaters. Like, I think she needs to drag this out a little bit more so her her movies can start getting. Well, released. according to Don't Anna to fund the police, according to Anna to fund the police, Armas updates. She's the fan favorite for a lot of roles right now. I'm sure she is. I mean, but I know she wants her Bond movie to come out. Like, when's mm-hmm. that coming? Like, that's being delayed, delayed, delayed. That's a t- that's tenanting the day away. Like, we need that movie tenating to come out. the day away. Don't you think that that's like we need to. I'm just saying for somebody getting this much tabloid attention, you also need your 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 work, your art. You also need that stuff to come out alongside to like go hand in hand with this. It can't just be one or the other, right? I would call I would call Banana Bonanza both work and art, to be honest. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. We have no, to I remember that saying. she's good at acting. Which I do forget. I do forget. We need her she Marilyn was... Monroe movie to come out. We need all these movies to come out so that she can like be like one half of America's favorite tabloid couple and in film. I think that's I think that's true. We can move on to some more relationship news because there's always relationship news. I feel like there's actually more relationship news than there usually is because of the pandemic. Like if anything, it's just made more people are fucking and more people are breaking up. Like it's just there's a lot of coupling going on. There's a lot of coupling and decoupling. Mm -hmm. One was a long time coming, which I will get to, but that was not surprising. But we thought we had, we thought we had misrepresented that relationship. It turns out we didn't. We didn't. We did not. Okay, Um, so who's first? Ryan Seacrest was seen with the mystery woman. So that's the new relationship here i i broke this up into positive relationship news and 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 sad relationship news this is combined because these this is the the only one that you know has two sides of the story so ryan was seen with this mystery woman on vacation they both look miserable they're in cabo san lucas again like why are you vacationing at all you people he's with this random woman it's not interesting they look miserable on the beach. They're drinking water. It What's looks so sad. What's funny is Ryan Seacrest is always spotted with blonde women. Like, mm-hmm. even if they are his girlfriend, it really is just, yeah. like, quite the pattern. Yeah. The casting call is just constantly out. It's just always active, the casting right. call. Right. So his ex, the one that he broke up with recently, uh, Shayna Taylor, S-H-A-Y and Taylor. They had gotten back together after breaking up the, for mm-hmm. the first time or they, something, right? But then they broke up. And I saw this headline yesterday or two days oh, ago on page quote. six. And it said, Ryan Seacrest's ex feels like, quote, a furnace of distress after breakup. And I was like, what No, it didn't have that in quotes. That's what it was. And I was like, why is page six out here saying, like, what a strange way to characterize this woman's, like, mental well-being. She feels <laughs> like a furnace of you? distress. Like, which and poet DeLorean is, like, is like writing for page six now? Poet DeLorean. Dis- what did I say? What is it? Is that it? <laughs> I think it's Poet Laureate. I think you're, like, combining DeLorean <laughs> with DeLorean. <laughs> 
Anna Delorean. Yeah. Anna De Armas, poet DeLoreate. Anna DeLoreate over here. Who the heck is... <laughs> Someone got okay. mad at me because I said um, Downtown Abbey and Law and Order SUV. That yeah, was like that a was real a winner. <laughs> it was like, hey, Lindsay, just want to let you know that you said Downtown Abbey and... <laughs> What was it? What was the other and one? Law and Order SUV, and which Order I would SUV. say is quite an honest mistake. Within 10 minutes of each other. Crunch, crunch, bye. Hi, <laughs> Lindsay Bobby. I just had to pause Friday's um, episode because Lindsay said downtown Abbey and Law and Order SUV within like 30 seconds of one another. And you're perfect. Love you. Crunch, crunch. Um, so this woman, Shayna Taylor, and I, it was based on an Instagram story update and she was just taking a photo of her journal and in the journal, she says, this is, I don't even know that this has anything to do with Ryan Seacrest. I think it has everything to do with like living in America and living in America. Yeah, literally this woman, when I run after what I think I want, my days are a furnace of distress and anxiety. I sit in my own place of patience. What I need flows to me, and without any pain from this, I understand that what I want also is... Okay, I can't read this. Also, that handwriting, that handwriting that everyone has, it's surprisingly hard to read this handwriting. There is a great secret in this for anyone who can grasp it. I mean, I guess it's pretty. The thing is, is this is a very misleading headline because it says she feels like a furnace of distress after a breakup, which is true because she d- this, she did have a breakup and maybe mm-hmm. she wrote this after it. But it's n- we don't know if there's a connection between her saying my days are a furnace of distress and anxiety and exactly. her breakup. <laughs> exactly. We don't know that they're connected. Unfair. But they're trying to make it seem like they are incredibly connected. And I am just not buying it the other great tabloid quote that you bolded here that i'm dying at is it says this was when he was hanging out with his new blonde pal the mystery mm-hmm. blonde and it's mystery says, blonde no name a source told e-news this week that 45 oh. year old seacrest quote didn't have his phone or computer around and was very attentive and always having deep conversations with his new girl i'm sorry the always having deep conversations with this new girl is the opposite of furnace of distress it is just like not good english and this is coming from somebody again who just said poet Deloriate after having <laughs> deep conversations with his new girl. First of all, let's not name her. Who is she? How did you know? Were you there? Were you listening? Well, what it's a source. It's an e-source. <laughs> he didn't have his phone. Just like someone counting things on their fingers. He didn't have his phone or his computer. He was very attentive. And he was always having deep conversations with his new girl. I mean, it changes tenses in the middle, Def- this quote. Very defensive Tense changing poet delorean oh, source. I never want to spend too much time on Brody Jenner, but he was also spotted with the mystery girl. But my favorite thing about this mystery woman is like, while she was not just a blo- random blonde woman, the only way that the Daily Mail has to identify her for some reason is her ass, because there are two photos of her, one in which she's leaning over a boat and one of which she is standing on the same boat. And they just keep showing these photos of this woman from behind and her ass. And they can, it says the caption is, Who's this? The Hills New Beginning star Brody Jenner hung out with a thong-clad mystery brunette while jetboarding in his native Malibu on the 4th of July. And it's like, nobody knows. <laughs> they don't know who she is. But, like, all they have is pictures of her butt. Like, they're trying to figure out who it is based on her butt. Who's this? 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know someone based on their bed. I he was tell. most recently with or dating what's her face? What's his face's ex, the Louis Tomlinson. Remember that? That was like only a minute ago. Now oh, yeah. well, he's always he's always dating. He's dating so many people. It's kind I of know. hard to keep track. It's true. Also, track. did you know that Brody Jenner was born Sam? His name is Sam. I didn't know that. I thought maybe I did know that, but I don't think I knew that. Yeah, Sam. this Daily Mail article says Brody born Sam. It's like they're like ready to out him. <laughs> That sort of ruins his entire vibe. That just oh, like puts a stop to his entire vibe. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Wow. Um, okay, well, more positive yeah. relationship news. Debrat is engaged to Jessica Dupart, which she revealed in an Instagram caption, which I really <laughs> love this Instagram caption. It's the two of them like hugging. And it says, this one's all mine. Fire, fire. The real BB Judy, get you somebody to quarantine with because the second wave of this COVID shit is soon approaching. No, Debrat, why would you say that? Like she's, fo- no, I think it's actually good that she said that. She's like, the second wave is coming. So you got to like, you know, get booed oh, up Um, God. while you're at it. Get my new song. I love oh, that it God, does promo Debrat. and it also reveals that there is a second wave. So this wave is coming. like, it's like sweet. It's also terrifying. And it's also promo. It's sweet, it's terrifying, it's news, it's promo. And it says, her song is called Quarantine With You. It's available on all platforms. No, it's like in bio. not. It's not. Though Albmart is a mask, which is cute. Hashtag quarantine life. Hashtag quarantine and chill. Hashtag Debrat. Hashtag Debrat new song. Hashtag so so deaf. Hashtag new Debrat music. Hashtag Brat. Hashtag miracle love bitch. I can't because believe that's Debrat is releasing Jessica's. a song called Quarantine With You. No, it's out. Want to hear a part of it? I'm sitting here quarantined and I need you. Let's make a movie. I'm your feature. Anything you need to learn, I'll teach you. Anytime you need to burn, I got reefer. Let's stay cooped up. Cause the roof on the coop up. And the Hennessy virus on the bar is just too much. Cause I smoke, I drink. Hope to stop when I can. Post it up with my baby. Hot crib getting new renovations. Taking rides in the new Bentayga. And I keep counting blessings cause I'm highly favored. You bring out the best in me, giving you the best that I gotta need a baker. What you waiting for? This ain't no baking shit. Yeah, it's literally about quarantining with you. <laughs> so I think that's really sweet. So this woman that she's dating or engaged to, I'd never heard of her, but she is like a very, 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 very successful entrepreneur who has this company called Kaleidoscope and she started this. It's the Instagram product that you aspire to have whenever you are like an entrepreneur. The main thing is these drops. It's miracle like a hair, drops? miracle drops and they you you put them in your hair and they're like a hair restorer and it says they remove excessive buildup. They stimulate hair follicles. They add shine and they're quick absorbing and lightweight. So her salon burnt down and then she opened Kaleidoscope again and she started mm-hmm. selling these products under its name and was doing like funny videos alongside it. And she did like funny videos where she would like run up to celebrities and give them her products. Hey, you guys, it's your girl Ashley Lewis with Atlanta Black Star. I'm here at the Dream Center Church of Atlanta for Jessica Dupart's Judy Dropping Knowledge Tour. You may know her on Instagram as The Real BB Judy, but it is absolutely packed out here. People waiting in line wanting to find out how to build a multi million dollar business using Instagram. So, Debrat is engaged to her, and it's one of those things where Debrat's been around forever. So, like, Debrat. Debrat, I would still maybe call a who because she was maybe a 90s them, but then maybe turned into a oh, who. Oh, totally. Her, no, totally. Her biggest music was was released in the 90s. This woman, I think, is also like... This woman, I would still call a who, even though she is a successful like entrepreneur. I'd still call her a who, Jessica. So it's two who's. Um, but... So Brad is also kind of the emblematic too of the of gl- the glitter era because everybody suspected that she was in a relationship with Mariah Carey. With Mariah Carey, yeah, yes. that was like a big yes. drama, and like 
honestly, like, I'm, uh, I buy it. Like, they were very close. They were best friends. And all of a sudden, they weren't friends anymore. Very Carly Claus, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, if we're saying. Mm-hmm. And people always well, that was kind of, also there when was Mariah Carey, like, literary, it's also, like, that specific time in her life. But also, that was when Mariah Carey was going through it in general. So yeah, it was really course, hard to get a straight answer from course. her about anything. Of course. When I first met DeBrat, she came to my house, which... To call it a house is kind of, it was it was rather large. The gates open, and we still have to drive two miles to get down to the house. And I just wanted to cry and be like, oh my god, mama made it. It was more of an estate, and I was kind of more of an inmate. The head of the record company was my husband. So do you know what the BB stands for in her uh, username? I do. It the real BB big, Judy? It stands for Big Booty. It stands for Big Booty. Um, <laughs> That's it. Let's move on. It stands for Big Booty. Next up in relationship news really quick. I just, these names really blow my mind. Steven Spielberg's daughter. We've talked about one of Steven Spielberg's daughter. We've never talked about this daughter. Destry Allen Spielberg. Wild name, Destry Allen Spielberg. Destry Allen. Destry Allen. Two Y's in that name. D-E-S-T-R-Y-A-L-L-Y-N. Destry Allen The name A-A-L-Y-N just reeks of wanting to name your child after somebody named Allen, the man's name, but not really trying, not really going outside the box, you know, or maybe Mm -hmm. actually going too far outside the box. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is engaged to an aspiring actor named Genk Legrand. Okay, but are you sure it's not Genk? Genk. Maybe it's Genk. It it's, you think Jenk. it's you think it's gank? gank? I don't sorry. know what it is. No, you think it's gank Legrand? I don't know. Maybe. Is there a video? Gank Legrand. I couldn't find video? any video about that. No. There's no video. All these videos are just. Guess are what just... movie he worked as a PA for on? I, uh, Jurassic Park. I don't know. West Side Steven's... Story. <laughs> oh. Of a Steven Spielberg movie. He's from Switzerland. I kept. I did so much googling for this guy because I was like. He's he reeks of money to me. Like he's Swiss. She's a Spielberg. He just came out of the blue. He's an aspiring actor. And I was like, this just guy, this seems like a really, really rich guy who moved to the United States from Switzerland but like to like be an actor. There's nothing about him out here. But there's nothing. There's nothing. He's an internet ghost. They're very rich and successful Legrands in Switzerland, but I can't find out if they are his Gank people in Legrand. his family or not. Gank Legrand. Yeah. Gank Legrand. Next up in relationship news this is, is a chicken heiress. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite story of the week, a chicken heiress. An Australian chicken heiress getting enga- getting married to, to a contractor. To a contract to a contractor. But the chicken heiress's former best friend or current best friend Roxy Jasenko. The iconic Roxy Jasenko of the poop incident where somebody pooped in front of her office, remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's even was weirder... Was she a newscaster? No. She's just a... She's a socialite. She owns a PR firm, remember? And then oh, people yeah, were yeah. pooping now outside remember, her PR firm and she yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm being attacked. PR. And they were like, yeah. And Anyways, she wrote those books. Yes. This woman, Jess, who is the granddaughter of... She's a chicken heiress who owns <laughs> the chicken company. The chicken company is Ingham's. Ingham's Chicken. Right. Anyways, the she her ex-husband is this guy named Alex McCree who is the brother of late Sydney gang boss, John McCree. John McCree dated Roxy Jasenko. That's and crazy. And he was shot four times in the chest outside his home <laughs> in Vula in Athens. Yikes. Jesus Christ. So I'm just saying Roxy Jasenko 
is involved in so much more than we than poop, right? She's involved in a lot of shit, you could say. <laughs> so these friends were dating brothers, um, and now they are both not dating those brothers anymore. And Jess, the chicken heiress, is getting married to... Engaged to Roger Zreika, who's, who's a contractor, a contractor uh-huh, whose Instagram God. is private. He only has 500 followers, but one of those followers is Roxy Jasenko. Oh, she's all over the place. Ingham's chicken has been around for a really, really long time. They have chickens and turkeys. They have annual sales of more than 1.5 billion Australian dollars. And they just released a new line of frozen chicken bites called American Bites. Hmm. The four flavors of frozen American Bites released by Ingham's Chicken in Australia are New York Buffalo Chicken Bites, uh-huh, which I understand, uh-huh, cute packaging. Uh-huh, and then yeah. there's Nashville Hot Chicken uh, chicken bites. That. I get that. Mm-hmm. Then there's American Burgers chicken bites, which I don't really understand. If it that says one. It a, is it a chicken or is it a burger? Not to quote Jessica Simpson, is it chicken or is it burger? <laughs> I mean, that isn't a quote. <laughs> um, you get it. You Amer- know what I'm saying. I get. I get it. And the photo has a burger, but it has an Uncle Sam hat on. And then the other one is Carolina Gold chicken strips, which this is the one I really don't understand. I don't really chicken chips, chicken chips, chicken chips. I don't. Oh, they're chicken fries then. Chicken fries. What? But okay. that's not that's not a thing. Chicken fries. Neither of those things. Are, and neither of those. Chicken. Nashville hot, I understand. And New York Buffalo, I understand. The other ones, I don't really understand. But I, <laughs> I they seem very successful. They obviously make this company a lot of money. It just says, our American bites range are the ultimate party food that will be sure to impress your mates with bold flavors inspired by the USA. Your taste buds won't know what hit them. God, we are, our culture. <laughs> what is inspiring about this? <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay, so I love the idea of being a chicken heiress because really whenever you're an heiress, it doesn't matter what you, what your business does. Like as long as you are a billionaire, like who cares? I would say, you know, we have, you have your oil, you have your oil heiresses, you have your chicken heiresses, you have, it's kind of, you know, the genre of what you were an heiress of does matter Fashion sometimes. Fashion heiresses. Yeah. What was a, the the top shop heiress we love her the top we love the top shop heiress hope she's well i'm just kidding i don't care um, i don't care about her at all yeah you have like you have chicken heiress you ha- yeah i mean there's plenty what other famous heiresses are there that we deal with right now and hotel heiresses yes of course the paris hiltons of heiresses you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making, we're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash, because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments, and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that 
you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without dishwasher. a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want, and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Let's move on to the next relationship. This is a bad relationship. This is a piece (laughs) of bad relationship news. And it's also absolutely fascinating because it's one of those things that like, as as I have maybe said too many times on this podcast over the past few weeks, I'm currently watching The Sopranos for the first time, inspired in part by Lindsay watching The Sopranos and finishing it. Um, I'm, I'm in the middle of season four. No spoilers, but Adriana's a big deal in this season. Oh God, it's gonna you're gonna get hit with a load of bricks. Not actually, Adriana, but emotionally. Adriana, her and Christopher and her friend, but her friend, her friend. Uh oh. Again, no spoilers. Uh oh. Heartbroken. I'm yeah. heartbroken. Yeah. I did not realize. Like I always kind of thought Drea Di Matteo was kind of a joke, which I guess she is in a way. But she's great on this show. She's wonderful on this show. The, the reason I'm bringing it up is because this is oh, this is this is mob real life adjacent. soprano shit. No, this it's is mob, mob adjacent. No, this is mob. well. They won't. They won't say it. But like the the state of New Jersey will say it. Like they just won't say it. I mean, the Real Housewives know? of New Jersey has not really danced around has dove right into and i'm not a big housewife of new jersey i'm not fully caught up like i've seen it here or there and i kind of vaguely know about stuff you know like i know about Teresa, Mm -hmm. and i know about some of the the newer ones but and i know a little bit about danielle obviously from this podcast but this goes way back to when dina manzo and caroline manzo were on the new jersey housewives like the og very very og literally which is the season housewives the only season i've seen because someone a mutual friend of ours was like you gotta i I know you don't watch Housewives, but you got to give New Jersey a shot. Just watch the first season. It's on Hulu. So I watched the entire first season of Real Housewives of New Jersey a couple years ago. And I was like, I don't really think I like this. Um, it, didn't quite, but, it didn't quite stick for you. But the Manzos were the most memorable part of the first season of Real Housewives of New Jersey. Status is important. Who has the nicest car? Who has the most houses? You're always expected to stick by each other, right or wrong. If you think I'm a bitch, then bring it on. But if you don't know me, you should keep your mouth shut. Here's a look at how these women face the day-to-day drama that comes with living such a privileged life. My husband, Albert, he's the love of my life. I allow him to spoil me because that's his pleasure to do so. Bring it on. (laughs) My sister, Dina, and I, we're more than sisters. Dina and I are married to brothers. But these five Jersey girls have explosive secrets. It it was always, like, unclear who actually had connections to the mob, even though the theme of Housewives of New Jersey was, like, we all have connections to the mob or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, and as we came to learn, Teresa and Joe's business was fraudulent. Like, there's a lot of fraudulent business going on here, a lot of money uh, attained in not-so-great ways. But as it turns out, the, the Manzo's are and continue to be connected to the mob as this news came out literally this week that Dina Manzo's ex-husband 
was busted on Tuesday for hiring somebody to assault her now husband, who she just got back married in 2015. To. Back in 2015. So, so not just Dina, but she got married to a few. When years ago. Dina broke up with Tommy Manzo, she started dating this guy David Canton. Tommy Manzo allegedly got really mad, and he hired someone who's literally in the mob. And part of a mob family, the um, Luches family. Lucise. I think Lucise it's, you gotta family. go just full Italian on that one. The Lucise family. Hiring a member of the Lucchese mob family. Hired someone in this family and said, hey, if you beat up my ex-wife's current boyfriend, David, I'll give you, and here it comes, I'll give you a discount on your wedding venue, on your wedding reception venue, which is the venue I own, the Brownstone, which is a major part. The Brownstone has been like a fifth character on the Housewives, like New York City is the fifth character on Sex and the City mm-hmm. for seasons now, as that is the that is the place that the Manzos owned, and also the place where Dina Manzo got married on her first reality appearance on like My Big Fabulous Wedding or whatever the hell that show mm-hmm. was you know which happened in 2005 yeah and then he beat him up with a slapjack which i don't know if you know what one of those things i just is, googled but slapjack like, and i'm getting the card game and i'm like this is not it it's a what? piece of leather that has like metal in it <gasps> and oh you can, i just like, got it i just wh- got it and you can like go wham it kind of looks like a ouch it kind of looks like a what do you call the thing that you that you uh shoehorn looks like a shoehorn kind of okay, but it also just looks like kind of a leather whip but i guess it has it has metal in it it has metal in the tip of it so you can go blam and then you just whack them so you're not trying to kill anyone with the slapjack i don't think i think you're just trying to you know get on their nerves just a little slap send a message send a message is what you're yeah, trying to yeah, do yeah, yeah, you're yeah, sending a message going on. so he said hey send up a message and also do you remember do you remember the uh jack jacqueline lorita that was another housewife she's also related to their their brother chris caroline manzo who was always i guess the more interesting manzo well she got the um, spinoff she got yeah, that she spin-off. Got the spinoff caroline manzo was asked about this and she had a really good line and so it was like what do you say about like your brother-in-law or former brother-in-law what do you think about this guy allegedly hiring someone to beat up his ex-wife's current boyfriend and she said she said this is family on both sides i want to know the truth and my allegiance will lie in the truth so she basically said nothing she said let me tell you something about my family we are thick as thieves welcome to new jersey caroline was famous for also kind of implying that she could get you in trouble right but like not but but didn't actually ever say anything which i think is kind of one of the reasons why these women stopped being on tv dina Mm -hmm. before caroline caroline got that spinoff and then her daughter got married on tv and then her kids maybe had something to do with tv because they're still influencers in a way and their father-in-law tiny manzo was executed mob style in august 1983 after he and a gambino family soldier peter campisi were suspected of skimming from a mob casino on staten island and a couple weeks later they found tiny manzo in the trunk of his car with his Four slugs in his torso and his naked body. His arms and legs were bound in plastic. Okay. The killing was never solved. <laughs> oh, my God. So right, and people are getting like, mad at Danielle. People are getting pissed at Danielle for her mob thing when she when her husband wrote the cop without a badge book. And remember, everybody was like yelling at her. Meanwhile, these three are deeper in the mob than anyone at all. I- I'm trying to think of. So I think the Manzo family is is most closely because the Manzo isn't one of the big five families. But they are, if you Google them, 
when they have ties to the mob, they're apparently tied to the Gambino family because you got five families, you know, famously in New York. You got the Gambinos, the Columbos, the Bananos, the Genoveses, and the Lucchesis. Oh, well, the Lucchesis is is who he hired to... Yes, which is why that name, it's like, oh, that's not just some random name. That's one of the big names. That's one of the major names. Yeah. So it's like, when you look into it, it's not even like these are just, you know, peripheral mob families. These are like the big boys. But it's just also interesting to me also is that these women willingly went on television when the whole point of being in the mob is to like not say shit. So these women brought attention to themselves in a way that feels like it goes against like the idea of, it's like if Carmelo went on a reality show on The Sopranos, Mm -hmm. like that would not be a great idea. And actually that happens on The Sopranos when Christopher gets his Hollywood deal and Tony's like, you're making a movie about us? Like, don't do that. Wait, I'm not there yet. Oh. I know he's been trying to write a screenplay, okay. but he's bad at writing. Okay, yes, he sucks at writing, but tr- he continues. I'm not, this isn't, uh, whatever. He continues to do this journey, and there's a movie that is made, and Tony's, Tony watches it and is like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is related to this in a way. It makes sense. Like, if I was the, I, if I was in the mob and my sister-in-law or my my wife or my ex were going on television and everybody was like looking up all this history about whoever i would be like this cannot be worth it for us as a family you mm-hmm. know anyways it's very interesting how it all goes back to the sopranos <laughs> that show. Everything, I learned, everything i learned about the mob i learned from watching sopranos and real housewives of new jersey apparently and mob wives <laughs> and mob wives shout I out for mob wives what what i'll give you what come here Fucking boss down in the cellar, white bathroom. Where'd you get that? I don't know. Artistic choice. Seriously though, I'm very proud. Whatever else happens, you made a movie, Christopher. Nobody can take that away. Hundred years from now, we're dead and gone. People be watching this fucking thing. Sad. More sad relationship news. Big, big news. Casey Musgraves has officially announced her split from Rustin Kelly. They didn't marry too long ago. They only married in um, like 2018. When were there divorce rumors too? That wasn't long ago. We did talk about it New on Year's. this podcast. And Just I was before kind of New like, Year's. I was kind of embarrassed because we in, we speculated along with honestly everyone else. It wasn't just us speculating. We were yeah. like, hmm, Casey seems like she might be getting a divorce. She hasn't been seen with her husband in a while. And also da da da, this and that. And then she then they posted the whole thing. We're happy. We're as happy as can be. And we were like, oh, I guess they're fine. Okay, bye. We won't talk well, about it again. She deleted every photo of him. And then she was like, just kidding. We're okay. But now it looks like they're not okay because they have a officially split and they've been together for like four years but i think they got married in 2018 because they got they met in 2016 i think they got married in 2018 well everybody was speculating because casey had this like immense rise this quick 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 and deserving rise to success with her album she won the grammy da 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 and rustin who's also a musician he's he not nearly as successful i think that sometimes rela- that relationship can sometimes work but a lot of the times it can be f- a little fraught Yes, and now I think we're done with relationships. Now we can talk about another who we've gotten a lot of calls about, and just because she's been in the news a lot lately, Michaela Cole. Well, she's on the cover of New York Magazine this week. On the cover of New York Magazine this week. I read the profile this morning. Um, Alex Young wrote it. It's really good. profile. I have not watched the show yet because I am fully waiting because I want to watch it all in one go. watch it. No, I want all the episodes to be out. Yeah, Not all the episodes are out yet. I will say... 
I respect you waiting for some shows. I think it's good. But I think for this show, you do not need to binge it. I think it's okay if people wanted to be watching it along with the re- the release. I am watching it week by week. It does not diminish. I'm like excited for the next episode. But I they really do stand alone as their own episodes. It's they're, 10, they're not, right? Yeah, they're not bingy. It's not bingy. It really is not. So, so Michaela if you want to watch it, you totally could. This is her second big show. Her first big show was Chewing Gum. Which is really frustrating because Chewing Gum is not streaming currently. Netflix bought the rights to it a long time ago and then I think like took it off Netflix. Or you were lost instantly the into Chewing it. Gum. I remember you got me to watch Chewing Love Gum. Chewing Gum. Her show, I May Destroy You, is, I mean, you can explain it better than I can because I've only read about it. You've actually watched it. But it's it's autobiographical, semi-autobiographical in the same way Chewing Gum was semi-autobiographical. But whereas Chewing Gum was sort of like, even though it was intense and dramatic and it was about a, a, a teenage girl who wants to lose her virginity, you know, growing up like in, like without a lot of money, growing up in a very working class, like part of London, um, it was it was autobiographical in that respect. She had it was adapted from a play that she had written about her her life, about her family. Then they were like, oh, let's turn this into a TV show. Let's make it a little more fun. Let's make it a little more bright and colorful because she didn't really know Well, the same thing happened to Michaela that happened to Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Not that they're not that they're they're similar in any other way but literally they both wrote these like one woman plays they both Mm -hmm. wrote theater because Michaela was a poet and then she wrote this like piece that was became chewing gum was performing it it did really well and then they came to her and said hey we want to make chewing gum dreams into a tv show and that's actually what happened with phoebe as well with um her show what's it called with Fleabag. Fleabag was a was a monologue one woman show that became a TV show. It's a she's in she's she started in this musical that's actually on Netflix. It's a Netflix movie. Um it's based on a musical from the 90s. The I I wanted to like the movie a lot more than I did, but it's one of those things where it's like she makes chewing gum. Everyone's everyone's fascinated by her. Everyone wants her wants the best for her. She does a whole lot of stuff. She does a grab bag of stuff when she gets famous. She did. She's like an actress Black and stuff. Mirror. She did Black she Mirror. She did. Uh, she did Star Trek, Star Wars. Did she do Star Wars? She was in Star Wars. She has like a little role in Star Wars. She's in Black Mirror. That's that iconic meme of her, like <laughs> the meme of her in her like Star Trek outfit, like touching the little thingy in her ear like that meme is Michaela Cole she was in the USS Callister which was like arguably the best episode of that run of Black Mirror Jesse Plemons yes yeah I think that's what's so interesting about her career because you look at it and it's like she spends all of this time several years where it's like let's find something else for her to do but it turns out the thing she is best at is writing and acting in something writing and doing her own thing even if yeah. it's not autobiographical, it's just like she's such a singular voice that it's like, oh, we got to let Michaela do everything because that's when she's at her best because she really is like a jack of all trades. So well, what is the show Also, what's interesting is she did the, um, and I don't know any, I didn't know anything about this until we were researching her in, in the British TV industry. Uh, they asked somebody to do the keynote, which is called the McTaggart Lecture, which has been like, it's like the Murdochs have given it like Kevin Spacey. Jeez, it's like truly the worst list. Anyways, she was was the first black woman in 42 years to give this lecture and she gives this lecture in a way that like actually people were very taken aback by because it's very it's very autobiographical and that lecture was the first iteration of I May Destroy You because she talks about an experience that happened to her that she ends up using for this show which is really interesting once again she's taking this spoken word type piece and turning it into a tv show 
right? Mm-hmm. Like it's the same thing she did with chewing gum. And you can watch that lecture. It's it's on YouTube. It's really, really good. It's long, but it's really, really good. It's really good. And also I think it does what chewing gum did. And I assume what I Made a Destroy You does well is like she she can be she can be like jarringly funny and then like super real and intense, like at the turn of a dime. And it I think that's sign of one of the special things about her. And not having watched Fleabag, isn't that sort of Phoebe Waller-Bridge's thing too, where it's like, let's talk about something really intense, but then let's sort of break it with a little humor. Because that's sort of how I deal with this like trauma. They're both like definitely out here to talk about sex, sex in a realistic way on both sides of the coin, you know, like mm-hmm. good and bad sex. And that's, I think you would compare them in that way. Also, they're both British and that's like another thing. And then they both come from theater, which is another thing. But like, I think it comes from a lot of money, Michaela. But I think, not. right. And I, but I think that's like a very specific, like, because we're American, we see British people and we're like, okay, so they're like in these, you know what I mean? Like there's, but I think they're actually not, really alike in any way and their shows are Mm -hmm. very different we're just because they're both bbc shows that got then taken you know like uh taken by hbo and also uh, fleabag was amazon and stuff like that there i think they that's the way that they would be compared so i mean it's it's on hbo and i thought this story was really interesting it's in that vulture profile of her but they talk about how she went to netflix and she pitched it to netflix and it says This is just like crazy. So it says, when she started pitching it in spring 2007, Netflix offered her $1 million up front. $1 million. But when she learned they wouldn't allow her to retain any percentage of the copyright, she said no. She fired her agency, CAA. They tried to take the, they were like, take the deal, take the deal. She was like, no. And then this paragraph. Cole recalls one clarifying moment when she spoke with a senior level development executive at Netflix and asked if she could retain at least 5% of her rights. There was just silence on the phone, she says. And she said, it's not how we do things here. Nobody does that. It's not a big deal. I said, if it's not a big deal, then I'd really like to have 5% of my rights, which is an iconic thing. to. That's like the, a line in a movie that you would say to like the big wig and then it would get an applause line. Silence. She bargained down to 2%, 1%, finally 0.5%. The woman said she'd have to run it up the chain. Then she paused and said, Michaela, I just want you to know I'm really proud of you. You were doing the right thing. And then she hung up. Um, yeah, that woman is about to <laughs> They're going to fire the hell out of her. <laughs> But I think that that's sort of, that's interesting context to the fact that like chewing gum is like five years old at this point almost. So it's sort of like, oh, when is she coming back? When is she coming back? It's like she tried, but people were trying to fuck her over. And well, she also didn't this let might them. be related to why chewing gum is no longer on Netflix. <laughs> Maybe this is Jeez. related. I'm serious. Yeah. No, I'm it's sure it's not it is. there anymore. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Just saying. It was scheduled but, to leave. It's funny because hmm, in March two, in March 8th, 2020, Netflix original uh, Chewing Gum scheduled to leave Netflix in April 2020. Hmm, when did I Made a Story You Come Out? Just a few months later. Hmm, I wonder mm-hmm. if that's connected. Netflix mm-hmm. is pissed they didn't get her new show. Does he have a job? Without dropping the left, if he went for the right, why does it matter if he's got a job? Does Connor have a girlfriend? Yeah. Me. You ain't even met his dick yet. Well... Yeah, I have, so. What's it like? It's big. How big? If he, if he, if he put it up me, yeah, it could have come through up, like, out my mouth, yeah, and then, like, just tied a knot around itself and then, like, strangled itself until it was dead. It's how big it was. We'll talk. All right, tell me this, yeah? Is he circumcised? What's his door number? Uh, it's... it's Number 20. 11. 11. That's what I said. You have no idea how to make a manual boyfriend. Okay. Um, we're going to play a game called Who's Under the Mask. 
I realize that it might be tough for the audience because it involves images. And yeah, this I was going to say, podcast, this, is a, but, this is a game. You miss our live I, shows so much. You're going to make me play a live show game. But I, but I think it will be fun regardless. I'm going to send Lindsay a photo of a celebrity wearing a mask outside in either New York or LA or London because that's where Getty images are sourced from. And you're going to have to just tell me who's under the mask. Okay? Okay. Do you get it? Easy. No multiple choice. I'm just going to see if you can tell by their eyes, by what they're holding, by how they look, by their hair, by their dress. Let's so start I'll with this So I'll have to one. describe. I'm going to have to do a little yes. bit of description because this game is for imaging. Okay. Are you Lindsay, texting me? Yes. Lindsay, who's under the mask? Okay. So we have <laughs> a woman who I recognize immediately. She's got short, dark hair, her classic dark hair and a pony. Um, she's not crying. But last I saw her, she was crying about her show being canceled, which is actually quite sad because we did uh, let her down in a way. We did try and promote her show and it did not work out for her or us. That is Lucy Hale. Ding, 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 ding. You got it right. That is Lucy Hale holding a coffee. Also, respect um, for wearing a mask and holding iced coffee. Those usually exactly. don't go together, but exactly. she's waiting till she's in a more responsible place to drink that iced coffee. I know. It's very smart of her. She's in her athleisure. Who's under the mask, Lindsay? Okay. So we have a muscular man. He's got a little sweat pooled under his pecs. So he maybe is somewhere hot. Let's say like Australia. I see a backwards cap. I see aviators. I'm guessing this is a Chris. I'm guessing the Thor Chris. Is this Chris Hemsworth? Do you see or who, the other Hemsworth? But is the person holding the hand of someone? Holding the hand of a young child, a blonde young child? Mm-hmm. Doesn't he have kids? It's his daughter. It's not a Chris and it's not Australia. It's Los Angeles. And the kid's last name is... Who is this? Hyphenated Leah Desen Shake Cooper. <laughs> That is Bradley Cooper, Lindsay. No, it's not. That is Bradley Cooper and Leah DeSenshake okay. Cooper. Not to be rude, but he looks good with a mask on. <laughs> no, he looks great. <laughs> looks great with a mask. Keep that Why mask would that on. be rude? Keep Lindsay, that mask is, on. Lindsay, he who's like under a the mask? Hemsworth to me. He looks built. Okay, I know who this is. We have, we have a top knot. We have some bangs. <laughs> we have small glasses. We have chic hoops. We have some gold jewelry. We have what looks like a crop top. This is a, definitely a Hadid. Mm-hmm. It's a Hadid. Which one? Bella, I can see the brow work mm-hmm. peeking out behind the sunglasses. <laughs> you got it. That is Bella Hadid under the mask. Lindsay, who's under the mask? I looked through that's, 40 pages Hale of getting again? images result. It is Lucy Hale again. You got it right. <laughs> yes, that is Lucy Hale under the mask. Lindsay, <laughs> oh my wearing a different cap and a different mask. Um, good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Good for Lindsay, her. who's under the mask? Oh my God. Talked about him recently on the podcast. This that is, is the, the hint you will game. get. Okay, we have an older gentleman. He's got gray hair, <laughs> slicked back, glasses. He's got a very veiny arm, which means he continues to work out and even in his advanced age. Is this Dolph? Is this Dolph? It's again? Dolph. It's Dolph. <laughs> this Dolph? There are so... What is up with Dolph Lundgren? Because he is filling Getty Images lately. <laughs> filling, filling, filling. He's all over the place. Okay. <laughs> Lindsay, who is under the mask okay 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 okay. wow we have a backwards yellow cap matching with a back uh, a a bright yellow jacket we have big bling we have a face mask that says tiana taylor the album june 2020 i know where this was taken i'm a little bit offended is this offset it's offset you got yeah, it ding, yeah, ding, ding. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah, offset yeah. all matching yellow at least he's wearing the mask i hadn't seen the actual tiana taylor the um, album mask do you say that it says Beautiful this mask. product is an invite 
the the mask was the invitation and yet it's nobody incredible. and yet nobody was wearing them well mm. if you look at the to tiana's credit when you look at the getty images of the party so many masks so many Interesting. masks so maybe she wasn't so maybe her excuse which was that we took them off for the photographers wasn't there are plenty of photos of people not wearing masks at that party but there are also plenty of photos of people wearing masks at that party and the mask is chic if the mask is the promo this mask is probably worth a good amount of money now it's the promo yes. mask Lindsay, who's under the mask? Mm, let me see. Who is holding two coffees and wearing Oof. a public broadcasting company shirt? This is definitely a Chris. Which one? I can tell by the hair, the hair texture. That's Chris Pine. Oh, that is Chris Pine, <laughs> Lindsay. Look at that. Holding two Two coffees, coffees. And, a, and a loosely mm. scarf, a no mask, just a scarf wrapped around his face with his gorgeous locks. Oh, oh. He has great hair. The next three are tough. Lindsay, who's okay, under the mask? This is impossible. We have a vaguely blonde woman, <laughs> shoulder-length blonde hair. We have a sun hat. We have just boring glass a sunglasses. A polka dot mask. I can't even see her eyes. I can't even see her nose or her mouth. Is it like Cara Delevingne or something? No, it's Emma Roberts, Lindsay. Okay, I'm sorry. get um, out of here. There's no <laughs> way I would ever get that. Okay, Lindsay, who is under the mask? Come on. <laughs> we have another woman with a ponytail and a pink scarf and pink sunglasses. Is this Ashley Benson? No, it's Olivia Palermo, Lindsay. How the fuck Lindsay, am I supposed to know that? Lindsay, who is under the masks? Masks. This is incredibly rude. <laughs> These two are could just be normal people. He has they, in a way, in a sense, they are. He's wearing a button-up shirt. He has an N95. Interesting. She has just a plain black mask. She's looking at her phone. She's got <laughs> he brown has hair. N95. Interesting. <laughs> he's got some. He's got some grays peppered in. Um, there's literally no discernible. There's no identifiable characteristics about these people at all. She could be Sophia Bush. He could be. I don't fucking who the fuck. That's who are they these? could be, but who it is? It's Evan Junkie and Zasha Mamet. How um, dare Lindsay, how dare you? <laughs> Lindsay, who's under the mask? How dare you? How dare you Oh, this is this is a Schwarzenegger. This is Schwarzenegger. That's Catherine Schwarzenegger. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you got it. That's a big mask, too. That's like a Bane mask. It's huge. Well, you know, she's also pregnant. I can tell by her eyes. She's not wearing sunglasses. The sunglasses really just make it a problem. Oh, I know. Who the- Lindsay, who's Here, under the mask? We have another N95. We got double straps. I can see by the smiling eyes. It's Michael Strahan. It's <laughs> Michael Strahan. Next up, who's under the mask? This is the worst game you've ever It's a good played. game. You're laughing, though. You're in having a good okay, time. Okay, so we have some brown roots. With some blonde locks, we have some Ray-Bans. I see a hoop, a plain white tee. I have no fucking idea who this. This could who also recently be dyed their hair blonde? Who recently dyed oh, their hair blonde? This you, Emily you Ratajkowski. It's Emily Ratajkowski. Yes, that's Fuck. true. Well, I don't see an ab crack. How am I supposed to know it's her? Lindsay, who's in the mask? Who's under She's... the mask? Is this Lucy Hale again? It's Lucy Hale again. That's right. <laughs> Lindsay, who's under the mask? <laughs> Wait, actually, that was a good guess because look, she's unidentifiable. Exactly. <laughs> okay, gotta, I know who this vibe. is. He's got an N95. Good for him. He's got long hair. I just watched this documentary on Netflix a few weeks ago. It was quite good. That's Steve Aoki. <laughs> that is Steve Aoki. Lindsay, who's under the mask? This photo looks like it was taken after World War One. And oh my God, <laughs> this woman is clearly traumatized by what she's seen. <laughs> um, I have a feeling it has to do with her ex-husband. That and, is a thousand-yard um, stare if and, I've ever seen. And one. his girlfriend being the number one t- uh, paparazzi t- uh, target right now. <laughs> she is thinking about what's going to be happening to their lives uh, when these two quickly get in- engaged. That is the 
the fearful look of Jennifer Garner. That is true. That is Jennifer Garner. She's also Lindsay. wearing her own merch. <laughs> yeah, I know. Once Upon a Farm merch. Lindsay, who's under the mask? This I noticed. This I recognized immediately. And I wonder if you will, too. Oh, duh. That's um Nina Nina Dobrev. No, 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 no. It's Jordana Brewster. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay, that looks like Nina Dobrev. And finally, who's under the mask? This is my favorite photo I've ever seen. This is the worst game. It's like Sasquatch. Um, this woman is wearing a, a white bandana as a face mask. She's got glasses. It looks very uncomfortable. A ponytail. Um, could be Jessica Alba? No. Think, could be Nina Think Dover one of again? our favorite shows. One of our favorite shows. The Leftovers? Yeah. Think The Leftovers. That's not Justin Thoreau. It's Amy Brenneman. Um, <laughs> and great. the last, she looks the last photo. The last photo. Who's under the mask? That's fucking Lucy Hale again. How many pictures of Lucy Hale wearing a mask do you have? I think that is the most. She there are no uh, for my for my like also, forty that page mask search. Is not on, covering her nose. It's Lucy. not covering her nose. Lucy usually usually doing very well with the mask, but in this one she was not. Um, yeah. Thank you, Lindsay. You got a B. Lindsay Lindsay knew Lucy Hale in any type of mask and any type of hat. Isn't it didn't matter. Sick that I knew Lucy it's Hale really every sick. single time. <laughs> it's really sick. It's actually disgusting. Okay. I'm actually disgusted by you. Okay. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lizzie Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita, this is huge. Huge. That she exuded elegance in a blue floral satin dress? What? No, that she's back in London. Oh, I know. Rita Did you escaped see? her. <laughs> she three escaped minutes. her COVID evacuation. Three house. minutes before we recorded, she updated her Instagram stories, and it was a photo of the London skyline. She's back. Bitch is back. She's back. She's, she's back. back. She's, ready, well, to she's, sneak. she's ready to problematically sneak into some clubs. <laughs> Well, London's Rita. like, quote unquote, Rita. open because there okay. were all those photos of Sam Smith being yeah, like, sure. I'm so happy to be out and about. And it was like, oh, my God, what's going get on? Get in, get in. <laughs> no, I don't. Open is open is subjective. I know. I know there are also things that are being said by go- local governments, but really it's subjective. What, okay. I don't really know what open means at this point, but Rita is back in London. Then she also this. I loved this uh, headline. Hot like me. Rita Ora poses in see-through bra and knickers in sexy throwback snaps of her birthday in Utah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> remember that she celebrated her birthday in Utah once, but apparently she did. It's also great because I know this is a this is a Sun article, right? This is a mm-hmm. or yeah, whatever. You can tell by the, the headline formatting. So British reporting saying Utah is really funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yes, in Utah, Utah. She sent her fans into a frenzy when she shared some seriously sexy throwback snaps, and then yesterday. She paid tribute to her mom, Vera, because she was celebrating the 72nd birthday of the NHS. The NHS is the Nas- National, National Hospital Society? <laughs> um, National, National Health Service. Health Service. I was so close. National Hospital Society sounds mm-hmm. like it could be right. So the Instagram username for the National Health Service or whatever is NHS website, like Instagram.com slash NHS website. <laughs> and in her in her Instagram, she was like, happy 76th birthday at NHS website. And I was like, my 
the first place my brain went was like, wow. Like, I knew it was the NHS. I knew she met the NHS because she talks about her mom being a nurse all the time. Yeah. So I was like, but I was like, I did math in my head and I was like, wow, the first, their website started 72 years. Maybe it was like a rudimentary form of the internet. And then, but then, you know, it took four seconds for my brain to do the math and say, that's crazy. But that is a weird username, NHS website. They couldn't just get NHS. Well, they could, maybe they could just spell out nurse or national, national health service too could be spelled out or just national health S or national, Mm -hmm. national HS, national H, uh, NH service. uh, I already forgot what it stands for. (laughs) We have, we have on the Who Weekly account, four people we follow on Who Weekly follow Uh the NHS website. Can you guess who those four people are? Brita Ora. Nope. Vera Ora. Yep. (laughs) Three left. (laughs) <laughs> uh it's got to be british people you'd think <laughs> Real, <laughs> just charlie follow them no mm, interesting charlie gotta follow the nhs give me a hint on any of them uh, what's Kelly weird is Osborne that only or something vera is british and one other person is british but one of them is australian and the other person is american so it's vera aura and then you got, I'm never gonna get. Are these people and then who you care got, about nurse uh, about health hospitals more than I would? You would think. And then you are they got doctors? Luke, no. Then you got Luke Evans. Okay. British. Okay. Then you have Isla Fisher, Australian, okay. by the way. Australian. Sure, but, sure, but but you know maybe she doesn't she live in? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think she actually lives in Los Angeles. Yeah, she does. <laughs> She does. Um, she lives in Los Angeles. She lives in Los Angeles. Uh-huh, the final uh-huh. four. So that's Vera. But she's Ora. she. Oh, she appeared in a London play. Maybe when she was living. Who in didn't? London. I have appeared in okay. a London play. You have not. Okay. In a London so play. you have not got, appeared in a London play. Okay. You got Vera Ora, British. Luke Evans, British. Isla Fisher, Australian. Australian. Slash residing in the United States. No involvement at the NHS. And then number four, who follows the NHS? Liv Tyler. <laughs> I was like what okay i mean no offense i mean that's fine you can follow who you want to follow do you remember what her instagram handle is it's out oh it's good every time i see it i'm like oh, yeah it's, it's good. like live, live long and prosper what is it no it's, it's like... miss live a little <laughs> <laughs> miss live a little cue the clip where she's like talking on the phone in her house that doesn't work it's just like a cute phone <laughs> i love this phone i love these like doors these pocket doors ah, ah. <laughs> This is the first house that I bought. <laughs> I bought doors. this house when Poor I was 18 doors. years old. And this is our kitchen where we spend a lot of time. I put the kitchen on the ground floor. A lot of people put it up in the parlor rooms, in the big rooms, but I liked it down here off the garden and it's really cozy. And when I know she's associated with healthcare, she is a 911 Lone Star, so she hasn't a, oh, a love of healthcare. Oh, she loves 911 Lone Star. Oh, yeah. She loves healthcare. Maybe when she was doing research for her role on 911 Lone Star, she was like checking out other health wargs. She was like, wow, they do it better over there. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. 911 Lone Star is like the... <laughs> what? Yes? No. Um. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just really don't want to talk about Texas healthcare right now. Okay. Then we will not. We will So we can end the episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Or you can call 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday call-in show. Um, also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Also, support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for twice-weekly bonus episodes. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.